Welcome to the Lady Boss Podcast. I'm Laura Karun. And I'm Danielle Moe, and we're the founders of Lady Boss Midwest. We created Lady Boss Midwest to connect and empower women in our community and beyond. In this podcast, we'll be talking to lady bosses, empowered women, confident in their abilities and instinct, boldly leading with heart and integrity. Hey, lady bosses. I'm Laura Karun, and I'm so glad you've tuned in to today's episode. We are heading into the start of summer, which is, I gotta say, without a doubt, my favorite time of the year. I love being outside and going to the lake, but one thing that summer brings like no other season is body image challenges. I don't think I'm alone in feeling more comfortable in jeans and sweaters than shorts and swimsuits, but we all deserve to feel confident no matter the temperature. In today's episode, I'll be chatting with Ginny Hoppert, a Denver portrait artist specializing in helping women find their confidence. After overcoming her own body image issues, Ginny knew she wanted to devote her life's work to helping other women with these same issues. She's been working exclusively with women the past three years to create some of the most stunning and empowering portraits I've ever seen. Ginny is also a wife of a Purple Heart recipient and a mom to two beautiful girls. So welcome, Ginny. Thank you so much for being on the Lady Boss podcast with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm flattered. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's a beautiful sunny day in Denver. The kids are outside playing in their kiddie pools, so life's oh, pretty nice. good. <laughs> good. Um, so Ginny and I actually grew up together in the Twin Cities. Uh, our moms were friends since they were little kids, so we got to hang out together on camping trips and things like that. And um, so although you're in Colorado now, you've got some really deep Midwest ties. I do. I do. We travel back often. My husband um, is also from Minnesota. He's from Blaine. So yeah, we definitely, we go back, you know, a few times a year and all of our families there. Um, we're just kind of by ourselves out here in Colorado. So we love to go back and visit. So lady bosses listening now might not know that I also started an entrepreneurial journey in as a photographer and I shot weddings and did portraits for about a decade. But I actually don't know the story of how you started in photography, Jenny. Yeah, so it kind of came full circle. Um, when I was in high school, <laughs> I remember, you know, those little disposable cameras you get that you take to <laughs> CBS and get developed and all that. So I remember my girlfriends and I would put on like our morp and prom dresses and we would go model in my parents' backyard and couldn't wait to go get the pictures developed. And oh my gosh, we're <laughs> the biggest dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Those pictures are awful, but I love them. Um, so I feel like it really kind of started back in high school. I had always loved photography. Um, I never really thought of it as a career at that point. Um, in high school, I actually went to be I went to cosmetology school my senior year, um, and I was going to be a cosmetologist. But while I was a cosmetologist, I wanted to pay my way through college doing hair to be a meteorologist. So <laughs> I have been kind of all over the board. Um, I did hair for eight years. When I was in college, I just I just realized that meteorology wasn't for me. It wasn't going to happen. So I switched my degree to entrepreneurship um, at St. Cloud State. And it kind of worked out that way because I'm like, you know, if, if I don't know what I'm going to do, at least this kind of helps me in any any path I take. So at first I thought maybe I'll open up my own salon, but I had no idea where the future was taking me. Um, and my husband and I, we got married and he actually joined the Air Force a month before we got married. So our whole lives just flipped upside down out of nowhere. 
Um, and he had left for the military. He had been gone for a full year, first year of marriage. And that's when I bought my first DSLR um, just to play and give myself something to do while he was gone. We didn't have any kids yet. So that's when I really started getting back into photography. Um, we then moved to Washington State. And out there, I was trying to find a job doing hair and it was just really tough. And, you know, no one wanted to hire me because we were a military family and they knew that we wouldn't be around for very long. So it just it was really depressing. And um, so I just kind of dove more into learning photography and I was just, you know, doing it on the side. And it wasn't until I had my first daughter, Amaya, um, and that was in. Oh, my gosh, I can't remember. That was my daughter's birthday. Isn't that awful? (laughs) (laughs) 2010, 2010. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so like 10 years ago is when I really started to get serious about it. You know, I was wanting to get good pictures of my kids, our kid then. um, And that was the first year that I believe I started my business was in 2010. And then at the time, I just was kind of shooting everything and anything I could get my hands on. Um, And yeah, that's just kind of how it all started again. It sounds, I mean, the, the photography part is very familiar. I, yes. I can understand that. Yes. Um, so why did you decide then to specialize in photographing women specifically? Yeah, yeah. So um, when we lived in Washington, my business first started getting going. Um, I found Sue Bryce, another amazing portrait photographer. And that was like eight years ago when she was just coming on the scene. And she specialized in female portraits. And I just fell in love with her work. And um, so I really started to just kind of create on the side doing women's portraits. But I didn't really have the market for it. I didn't or I didn't know how to market for it. All of my clients were kids and babies and the moms weren't interested. Um, So I kind of left that behind for a little bit, even though I always had the passion for it. We moved to Colorado about six years ago. And when we moved here, um, I was kind of nervous about starting my business over again, but it like it jump started. Second, we got here thanks to I assume my realtor because she knows everybody, <laughs> and um, and it was nice because I I mean I was busy, but I was doing everything. I was doing newborns, I was doing families, I was doing weddings, and I was just burnt out. And I was a total you know shoot and burn photographer and edit all night, just give everyone their pictures. And I don't know, I just I, I something was missing after a couple of years of doing that. And I, the one thing I missed about doing hair was when women you know left the salon, they felt beautiful, they felt confident. And I just knowing that I had a part in making them feel better is, is what just gives me life. Um, and personally, like I was bullied when I was a kid. And so it took me a really long time to find my own confidence. And just having like a good picture of yourself, like can boost your confidence so much. And I mean, it's more than that, it's the whole experience, but anything I can do to give back to women, to just give them that self-confidence back and to feel better about their bodies, like that that's where my passion lays. And I think that's why like cosmetology and photography kind of came together perfectly for me um, and boudoir because I never thought I would specialize in boudoir. And here we are. I love it. And I wouldn't do anything <laughs> else. But yeah, so that's kind of how it all came about. So I know that there is kind of a stereotype when people aren't really familiar with boudoir that it's just something that women do for their husbands or their significant others. But why why do you want women to consider doing their own boudoir shoot regardless of their relationship status? Yeah, so uh, secretly, I think most women do this for themselves. <laughs> they might say they're doing it as a gift for someone else, but I think deep down we all know that getting, you know, your hair and makeup done and feeling beautiful and sexy, like it does something for yourself. And yes, it's a great gift for your significant other as well. But um 
But yeah, absolutely. And you know, I would say probably 80% of my clients are not in a relationship. They are doing this for themselves, which is so cool um, because they just need that little, you know, boost of self-confidence and just to feel good about themselves. And it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not. Um, and I, I know a lot of women struggle with, oh, you know, I'll do this in a few years or when I lose the weight or after I'm done having kids. And it's like, I always say, you know, you're not getting any any younger. We're getting older every day. So, you know, why not do a shoot now and do a shoot when you think you're going to lose the weight? You know, it doesn't really matter. Um, every part in time, you're beautiful to me. So. Why do you think it is that women are so often the ones that are behind the camera but feel uncomfortable in front of the camera? Yeah, unfortunately, I think a lot of it is they have this pressure or like this idea in their head that they have to be camera ready for everything. And, you know, and a lot of that is social media. It's just you see so much of the same stuff over and over and over. And it grains in your head that you got to have your makeup done. You got to have your hair done. You know, you've got to be dressed. And it's like, no, life is not like that. And especially when you're a mom, it's like, you know, you're so busy taking pictures of your kids, but your kids are going to look back one day and want to be like, well, where was mom? You know, she's not like my mom was around, but where's where is she? She's not in these pictures. So sometimes you got to get out of your own head too and think, you know, I got to be in this for my kids and show up and give them the memories, you know, that they deserve to look back on. Um, and it's not all about having the perfect hair and makeup. And I think too, um, to help with that is I've told my clients before, like if you're following, you know, Instagram accounts that are making you feel bad about yourself or, you know, women that show they have it all together, the perfect mom, perfect wife, perfect body, everything like unfollow them. That is just unhealthy for you. Um, you know, follow people like the birds, papaya. Um, there's another girl here in Denver, fit, fat and all that. Like they are such great body positivity, um, movement women that I just love to follow. And I feel like they have helped me a lot with my own journey. Um, towards being more comfortable in my own skin. But yeah, just living in the moment, you just, you need to do it for sure. I think that one of the most difficult responsibilities of being a photographer is getting people to feel relaxed and natural when you're photographing them because how the subject is feeling, it really shows through in the images. So oh, for sure. how do you get women to feel comfortable in front of the camera? Yeah, so it's um it's a whole experience. It's not just a show up, we do your pictures and you're gone. Um, I hold their hand through the whole process. We have a pre-session consult where I get to talk to them. If they can come in in person, great. If we can Skype so they can see me, um, that helps. I, I'm also on Instagram constantly in my stories, just sharing my life so people feel like they they know me before they even reach out, which has helped a lot. Um, but yeah, so basically I'm, I'm with them from beginning to end and we do professional hair and makeup in the studio. And during that time, you know, that's like an hour to an hour and a half and I'll sit down with them and talk to them and we'll talk about their insecurities, what holds them back, what makes them feel better about themselves. And I think usually by the time they're done with hair and makeup and they're getting ready to get in their first outfit, they're starting to feel a lot better. Um, and with boudoir, it is very revealing. So a lot of times what I'll do with my clients is I start them in something that's more comfortable you know, like a long sweater and some cute leggings or um, long socks or something like that, where they're a little bit more covered. And we just kind of take it a little bit sexier as we go. Um, but I think that really helps them warm up and get used to the ease of it. And, you know, I pose them like from 
tippy toe to to the top of their head. So I feel like once we start posing, they realize they, they're not the ones that have to pose or know what to do. They're a lot more comfortable as well, because I think a lot of women that show up think that I, I, they just have to move on their own. I'm not going to tell them what to do. And that makes them nervous. Um, so yeah, just kind of a combination of all those things really helps. And usually by the end of the shoot, you know, they're totally comfortable in their skin. We're laughing, we're having a great time. And, you know, I always remind them, I'm like, just picture, this is just us playing adult dress up. That's all this is. <laughs> Has it helped? I know that you have done photos. You've done some boudoir, boudoir photos mm-hmm. as well. Does it help that you've had the experience yourself? Oh, for sure. For sure. And I've done it a few times. And I, so when I first started getting into boudoir, I personally had never had a professional boudoir photo shoot for myself. So if I was going to be offering it, I want to put myself into my client's skin. And so I found a local boudoir photographer that I didn't know and went through the whole process with her. And it was great. And there were some things I learned to do, some things I learned not to do. Um, but I definitely, it I got to experience what it was like and the nerves and everything like that. So I think just them knowing I've been there and I've been there with someone else I didn't know, it definitely helps. Um, and then just recently I had my husband take some photos with me and I did not edit them because I'm like, you know what? I want women to appreciate their skin and feel comfortable in it. And if I'm vulnerable with them, hopefully they'll be willing to be vulnerable with me. I I love that you have shared a lot on your social platforms about that and your your own journey to not just accepting but loving your body. Mm-hmm. Why why for you is it important to share share that struggle? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's relatable, you know? Um, it's like, again, it goes, I feel like a lot of it goes back to social media and, you know, all these Instagram accounts that of girls that, you know, have the perfect lives and the perfect bodies and all that. Um, and it's just, it's very unreal. You know, it's like 98% of women have cellulite, 80% of women have stretch marks. Like every single woman I meet has something that they don't like about their body. Like we're all in this together. And, um, I don't know. I feel like with me, especially like showing my unedited photos of, you know, this is, yeah, like I have cellulite, I have stretch marks. I had two kids, but that doesn't change who I am. My husband still thinks I'm beautiful. And this is a story for a lot of women. You know, they think they need to change all these things about their bodies to make them beautiful when they already are. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess for me, it's just, yeah, like being able to show them that, hey, this is us. Like we can be okay showing this off. We don't have to have these perfect little bodies. You know, we don't have to have the standard size and shape and all that. Like the world would be so boring if we all looked the same <laughs> and had the same body shape. So I, I love that everybody is different. So summer is upon us. And after a long winter of wearing lots of layers and a couple months of quarantine and being stuck at home, I know for a lot of women, the thought of putting on a swimsuit is really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how do you think that women can combat those negative thoughts and really learn to love and embrace the skin that they're in? Mm-hmm. Well, again, kind of going back to my last comment, you know that most women have cellulite. Most women have stretch marks. Like you are not alone. Like you go to the beach and you look around and everyone's got a little extra jiggle. Everyone, you know, has got (laughs) stretch marks and what, like we're, we're all in this together. And, um, yeah, it can be a little scary, a little daunting. Like, I mean, yeah, I've put on some weights in quarantine and I don't, you know, my jeans don't fit right anymore, but, um, it's more about living in the moment. You know, you got to learn to love your life and it's not when you look back, you know, and 30 years, are you going to be happy that, you know, you sat 
up on the beach while your kids are playing in the water and not participating because you didn't feel good about your body. Um, another thing, if you have kids, like you want to show your kids, you know, the right um, attitude about your body. If you're sitting back there going, oh, you know, mommy put on some weight. I ain't putting on a swimsuit. You know, what is that going to say to your kids? Your kids are going to, you know, start judging their bodies. And it's crazy how young kids are judging their bodies these days and how fast they're growing up. So I think just being, thinking of yourself as a positive role model for others and for your kids is going to be a huge help as well. And you mentioned social media. For me, that's something too, that finding accounts of women that um, are body positive and just seeing other women who are my size, different sizes, mm-hmm. and just being able to see the beauty in others helps yes. to see the beauty in ourselves. 100%. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. It's more important than ever to be supporting small businesses right now. Whether you order online, call for takeout, buy a gift card, sign up for a membership, praise them on social media, or tip like you never have before, these are all great ways that will create an impact during this pandemic and long after. For more details on how to support, head to ladybossmidwest.com blog. What is a lady boss? She's an empowered woman, confident in her abilities and instinct, boldly leading with heart and integrity. Does that sound like you or the person you want to become? Then the Lady Boss Summit is made for you. Our third annual Lady Boss Summit is set for Tuesday, August 4th. Your all-access virtual summit ticket will include a lineup of incredible speakers, panel discussions, virtual networking with lady bosses from across the Midwest, digital resources, and a fun-filled exclusive swag box sent right to your door. We can't wait to connect and learn with you from wherever you are. To find out more and reserve your ticket, go to ladybossmidwest.com. Welcome back to the Lady Boss Podcast. I'm here with photographer Ginny Hoppert. So Ginny, photography is clearly something that you are passionate about and that you see incredible value in. Why is it important for women to have photos of themselves, whether it's boudoir or just some really great new headshots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a few reasons. Um, Like I always say, you're never going to be as young as you are today, you know, and I hear the excuse constantly, you know, of, oh, when I lose the weight or I'm not ready or maybe in a few years. And it's like those few years are going to go past and maybe you'll reach that weight you want, but maybe you won't. You're going to say that again. And it's just before you know it, 10 years has passed. And, you know, the whole thing with photography is capturing, you know, that moment in time and preserving memories and something to look back on. And even me personally, like I, I never had a boudoir session when I got married and I don't know that it was even popular when I got married, but looking back, I'm like, man, that's something I wish I would have done. Even though at that time I was at my heaviest, I was the heaviest the day I got married. I have been my entire life. And it's crazy because back then I was like, oh, there's no way I would ever want a picture of me in a, in a bathing suit or anything like that. But now I think about that and I'm like, my skin looked great. You know, I didn't have wrinkles and nothing that there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, it's just all part of life. And I I didn't have that captured for me then. I have it in my, you know, wedding pictures and whatnot. But um, just no regrets, you know, and memories and even just like having just a beautiful portrait, not even boudoir you know I would love to have that of my mom I don't have very many pictures of my mom by herself at all you know I've got her grade school pictures and her wedding pictures but my mom 
mom hasn't had any real picture portraits of herself, which I need to get on her about that. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I have great pictures now of her, at least with her grandkids. You know, it's all about the memories as far as that goes and whatnot. And, and I'm so thankful that I have had a positive mom. You know, she's never been like, oh, don't get me in the picture. I don't look like she's never been like that. And so that that's been amazing that I always had a positive role model growing up too. When somebody decides they're going to take the leap and they say, yeah, I'm going to do this for myself, what are your tips for getting the most out of your portrait session? Um, yeah, so I want you to have the best experience possible. So at least with me, like we are full service. Um, from the beginning, you reach out, you know, I'm constantly checking in with you about, you know, what your ideas are, what your inspiration is. I talk to you about your body type, what things about your body that you don't like and what things that you do like. And then, you know, I'll talk to you about um the type of lingerie that you might like better for your body. Um, and I have a whole welcome guide that I send them that goes over everything in case they forget things. Um, my makeup artist is also a personal stylist. So that's an add-on service that we offer and she gets your um, measurements and she has you just send her, send you a photo of what you look like so she can see your body type and she will help kind of guide you through the shopping process. Cause I know that's another really big intimidating thing for women is just where to start, where to look, where to shop. I don't know what looks good. So just having that extra service has been so nice and they feel so much more relaxed that, you know, the stress is off them and having to shop and find things. Um, but other than that, as far as like preparing, the only thing I really tell my clients is, you know, just practice your facial expressions in the mirror. Cause that's the one thing, like, I love everyone's facial expressions, the happy, the sad, the serious, like everything, like I just love people's faces. They express so much emotion, but I know that women are very particular on which faces they like and which faces they don't like or what's their good side. So I always say, you know, if you can just maybe just practice your expressions in the mirror, I know it feels silly, but it will help you the day of knowing what you like and what you don't like too. What about mindset? Do you have any tips for that? Um, you know, like I said, the biggest thing I, I really root for too is just getting out there and following those body positive people because the more the people you surround yourself with is what is really going to affect your mindset. So if you're scrolling through Instagram and you see all those cute little petite bloggers and that's all that's going through your mind, you're going to start filling yourself up, you know, with insecurities. But if you're surrounding yourself with other people that are embracing, you know, their cellulite and their stretch marks and celebrating it, your mindset is going to completely shift. I mean, you're always going to have reservations. Every woman does. I, I work with models as well. Even, you know, the typical ideal model type that you think would love their body. They all have something they hate. Um, unfortunately, it's just the way women are. They're very <laughs> picky about themselves and hard on themselves. But yeah, I always say like, just, just focus on, you know, good energy and just try to avoid getting sucked into the perfect body social media crap and you'll be fine. So something that I think that really sets you apart from other photographers, Ginny, is that you don't just find a nice backdrop or a brick wall and plop your subjects in front of that. You actually create entire scenes and storylines for your shoots from the hair and the makeup to the outfits, the lighting, the props, the backdrops. What goes into planning your shoots and where do you get inspiration? 
Yeah. So, um, a lot of my inspiration comes from music videos, like, and that's just the creative side of me. Like I love music and I love putting like scenes together in a video and combining it all together for a story and just the artisticness of it. Um, when I was in high school, I also like dreamed of being a music video producer. Like I still think that would be one of the coolest jobs on the planet. I love music videos. Um, but that's where I pull a lot of my inspiration from just things that I see that just spark something inside me. I'm like, Oh, I want to recreate something like that and that mood or that style or romantic or like right now I have my neon set that I feel like is a little more hip hop, a little more edgy. Um, but I get, I get very bored of the same thing over and over. And I think my clients would get bored of that too. And they probably wouldn't want to come back if they've already shot the same set. They I mean, why come back again? I mean, it's a fun experience at all, but you want something new, something exciting. And, um, and I want to continuously be inspired and excited to shoot. So I am changing my sets constantly. Like I just, on quarantine, I painted a wall bright blue and I used it for two shoots and I'm like, nope, we're changing it. <laughs> so I just like, I don't know. I have this like problem, this OCD of just everything needs to keep changing. And I want everyone to have new sets. And, and a lot of my studio is very versatile. So I have a couple like rolling walls and on each side of each wall is, you know, a different backdrop and all of my furniture is movable and I have little different areas and the lighting can create different moods. So yeah, I just, I love to play and love to create. And I just, I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. And, and I think that's what helps, you know, get people excited to come back. What are some of the favorite themes that you've done? Um, favorite theme. So I always love my floral sets. Like every spring I get this itch where I'm just like, I need every flower in my studio. Um, but I used to share a studio with a florist and that was such an amazing setup. Um, she did a couple really cool, unique sets where she had this giant branch that was like 10 feet tall that we put in the back of the warehouse. And then she put fresh flowers all along it. That was absolutely stunning. Um, she also did another set where she hung just tons and tons of I forget the name of what the, the flowers are called, but these kind of draping flowers from the ceiling. Um, and it just looked like it went forever. Um, so yeah, so I really love the floral stuff, but I have to say this new neon stuff, I'm getting pretty excited about. It's kind of got a 90s vibe to it, which we can dig the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having a lot of fun with that right now too. Yeah, those look super fun. Thank you. Um, I also really liked when you've done the the mermaids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so much fun. I actually did that in Minnesota. Um, I did that on Lake Superior. My poor model had probably no idea what she was getting herself <laughs> into. I just remember we were out there at sunset and it was freezing cold and she was getting splashed with water. And the next morning <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we got the shot because the sun didn't set in the right spot that I think, are you up for doing this again? She goes, yeah, let's do it. So we got up before the sun came up, went out to the beach and waited for the sun to come up. Poor thing freezing to death. Oh my goodness. But she was such a trooper. And there's some of my, yeah, there's some of my favorite images too. Such, such a beautiful area up there in the North Shore. So this is something that I always like to ask lady bosses when I talk to them is, what do you think that women need right now? Uh, support from each other 100%. Rising tide lifts all boats. And especially in a time and era where body positivity is really coming about, and I'm, I'm so glad I'm a part of this era, but there still is so much of that body image out here that we need to just kind of like, you know, wake women up and tell each other that it's okay. Like we all have stretch marks, we all have cellulite and, you know, to 
pat each other on the back, you know, for getting in that picture, even though you didn't have the makeup done or even though you weren't, you know, at that weight, you know, just constantly complimenting each other and lifting each other up instead of putting each other down, you know, I, I pool talk, you know, right. Sitting at the pool and you're in your swimsuits and oh, put on all this quarantine weight. Oh, me too. You know, don't talk like that. You know, let's, t- let's try to be positive and be like, oh, well I had a few more cookies, but whatever. Like they were great. You know, <laughs> like we just got to change our, our verbiage that we talk to um, with each other about it. And I'll, I'll notice, you know, my clients say that too, when I'm in the studio, they'll say things like, oh, this is, don't get this side or, oh, you know, don't get my pudge here. Oh, this is sticking out funny. And instantly I'm like, nope, we don't allow that talk here. We don't allow that talk, you know. You can say positive things about your body here, but we don't say negative things. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been so fun talking with you and hearing your story, and I just really love what you're doing. Well, thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure, and um, yeah, anything I can do to help. So for the lady bosses listening, tell us where they can best find you if they want to connect or schedule a session, sign up for one of your workshops, or just check out your images. Yeah, so the most active place you'll find me is on Instagram. My Instagram handle is just at Ginny Hoppert. Um, I'm constantly in my stories and posting new things. Um, just seems to be the easiest social media for me to keep up with and um, reach out to my to my girls. Um, or my website, you can go there, and that's where I do have, like, my mentoring tools and um, all that kind of stuff. When I do workshops, I announce them there. I don't, unfortunately, due to COVID right now, I don't have anything in the works as far as workshops. But, um, but yeah, you can reach out to me through my website. I'm on Facebook as well, just not as active. Um, but my Facebook is just Ginny Hoppert Photography. Thanks for listening to the Lady Boss Podcast. Are you a Lady Boss? Find all of our events and ways to get connected at ladybossmidwest.com.